It's the Who's On First baseball show with the coach, Carl Damasi, and the baseball fanatic, Kyle Lawson. The fellow's name on first base. Who? The guy on first base. Who is on first? Talking all things baseball on the Coach's Corner Sports Network. I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? I don't know. Third base. And here we are, the coach and the baseball fanatic. And what's up, sports fans? Welcome to the Who's On First Base Baseball Podcast, Season 5, Episode 11. And it's, of course, all part of the Coach's Corner Sports Network. There's five shows. There are three live shows. There are two podcasts. We're just having fun. It's all fun, all sports, all music since what, Fanatic? Uh, I believe that's 1991, Coach. And once again, this is the Who's On First Base Baseball Baseball podcast uh, presented by Coach Corner for June 22nd, 2022. And of course, my partner in crime is the baseball fanatic, Kyle Lawson. And I'm your co-host, the coach, Carl Demasi. Well, buddy, I, uh, it's been a long weekend for you. And, uh, you know, I got to tell you something funny. Dude. I had friends go to the, Bra- uh, the Cubs-Braves games in Chicago, the first two games, and the Cubs win. Yep. And then I have a friend go... On Sunday, and he's rooting for the Cubs, they lose. How do you figure that out? It's baseball. You can't – there's no rhyme or reason to any of it. I mean, it could be any team. You could be on a 14-game winning streak. You could be on a 10-game losing streak like my beloved Cubbies were. And guess what? The Cubs take the first two games of this series. And, of course, I go, and what happens? The Braves show you they're the Braves, and they beat us 6 to nothing behind some stellar pitching and two big home runs. But, hey, great trip. That's not why you called. I know, but you shouldn't put Angela in a uh, – the future Miss Lawson in a Cubs jersey. Hey, that made me happy. She went out of her way to wear that jersey. It is her second team. It made me happy, and she wore it. <laughs> Check Facebook if we're friends. Take a look. Great pictures from that trip. Angela's a trooper. She is a trooper. But she hasn't dodged you yet. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. 3-3-23, and you're going to be there, too. <laughs> as, long as, she's not right. do- as long as she's not dodging the trolleys, we're okay. So, once again, the concept <laughs> the concept of the show is we talk about baseball, all things baseball. Of course, we start out, we play four innings. We start out inning one talking about the Major League, uh, Major League Baseball Division Racers. And tonight's added feature is who's got the best mascot in each Ooh. division. There's some okay. good ones. Then a second inning, we focus on the Braves. We chop on the Braves news, okay? Injury chop. reports, home runs, and losing, belting the balls. Finally, the pitching staff blew it. We'll talk about that in inning number two. Inning number three, we'll break down the local players that are trying to make it into the big leagues or who are in the big leagues. There's one only one left. And, of course, the uh, second half of inning number three is we go bananas. We go bananas. We talk about the Savannah Bananas, and there are some players that are really hot. And then inning number four – we're going into our 11th trivia concept, uh, contest. And, of course, the Fanatic has five wins. I got two wins. We got three ties. It's like kissing our sisters three times. But it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so that'll be inning number four. All right, let's kick it off. Going around the Major League Baseball divisions. And who's got the best, best mascot on top of it? And, of course, as we always do, we start in the junior circuit. We start in the American League East, where my Chankies are the best team in baseball. Not even close right now, Coach. They keep playing incredible baseball with a lot of good time, a lot of good teams behind them. They are the first major league team to reach 50 wins for the season at 50 and 18. 12 games over the Toronto Blue Jays, 
who are a really solid ball club in Boston, who's been pretty resilient this last week. They're still 12 and a half back. I get a feeling these are going to be a couple of teams going to be sniffing at the wild card later in the season. And don't forget about the Rays. They're only half a game back from Boston. There is going to be a 500 team in that division that does not sniff October. This is the only division in baseball that has four teams above 500. Every team has 30 wins. Even the Orioles, the lowly Orioles have 30 wins. So you know what? It's the best, best division in baseball right now. And of course, the Yankees. Get rid of Brian Cashman. How do you not sign a man named Aaron Judge? That's what really gets me. That's for another day. But once again, uh, the Yankees are on top of it. So uh, let's talk about who's the best mascot or who has the greatest mascot in this division. Now, I got to say, arguably, okay, I I just like it, and it's not a dig at you. I like Wally. I like the, I like the, I like the green monster. I like him. It's just he's a good mascot for the division. You can make an argument for Ace, the Blue Jay, but I like Wally. You're putting him up over the Oriole bird, the Hall of Fame mascot bird? And I love that bird, but I'm sorry. I like Wally. This is a judgment call. It's pure bias on me. I like Wally. I got to go with the bird. I got to go with the Oriole bird. It's been around a long time. One of the best Uh, logos in baseball, too. And there's so many variations of it. And I'm surprised that I'm surprised nobody said it. We had to change it because it wasn't politically correct. You know what I mean? We're making fun of a bird. I mean, uh, it's not correct since they came out. So, but okay. So uh, we're <laughs> off on that one. You go with Wally, the green monster, uh, and I'm going to go with monster. the Oriole bird. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's go to this. Let's go to the central, uh, where you know it's a dog fight between. Well, not really. Yeah, it's a dog fight between the. Uh, Cleveland Indians. Oh, that's not politically corrupt. The Guardians of the city, the Cleveland Guardians. And the Minnesota Twinkies or Twins. Okay, so it's a battle right there. Yeah, uh, dead heat. They are tied right now as in the tops in the division. And the White Sox are getting are better. Back at five hundred. Yeah, they're coming back. This is second half ball club. Only three and a half back. But man, um, Cleveland's been playing really good ball because they're getting some of their pieces back off the IL, and they're playing some really good baseball right now. This is still one of the weaker divisions in. It, this is the weakest division in the American League. There's no doubt about it. But we got a little bit something going right now, and this could end up being a three-team race. Yeah, you got that right. It's going to be a three-team race. So, uh, all right. So I go first. Now, is it, this one's a tough one for me because I like I like Slider. I do. You know, all right. Cleveland Guardians. Indians. Yeah, I like him. Okay. He's been around a long time. But I love Paws. I love the Detroit Tiger Tiger Paws. Oh. I love the pause. I mean, he's been around for a long time. He's not in the uh, mascot Hall of Fame like Slider is, but uh, those are my my two choices. And if I had to flip a coin, I'm going to go with the pause. And you know what? I do love Mr. Pause there. He's not Mr. Pause. You know, that's his father's name, but no big deal. Anyway, <laughs> anytime you get a Detroit Tiger mascot, I'm going to love it. That was my Papaw's team. You know what my pick was? Just because it made me laugh. T.C. Bear, the Twin Cities Bear of the Minnesota Twins. And he just kind of looks like that old Ham's Beer Bear. The oh, old yeah, he does. From, from the cool blue water. <laughs> and I just think it's a great mascot. And they they based him on a beer commercial. Oh, yeah. I think it's silly. That's why, that's why I'm picking T.C. Bear. A lot of these mascots have come off from old-time uh, cartoons and logos. You know what I mean? I love it. I love and it. I, but you know, but 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 it's not politically correct, there, Kyle. 
What? A bear selling baseball? But he's drinking beer. Well, not on the field he isn't. <laughs> so, all right. So, <laughs> uh, right. Only two teams over 500 in that uh, NL, uh, AL Central with White Sox. The White Sox hanging around at 33 and 34. All right. AL West, uh, you know, it's it's just, uh, you know, the Astros games. I mean, the, the, the Rangers are hanging in there. We haven't seen much from the Angels. The, the Mariners are still trying to get the ship right. And the Athletics are just playing with the Oakland uh, A's elephant. I don't know what else to just tell you with them. Yeah, that's pretty much it right there. I mean, it's Houston's division to win. I mean, the, you got the try-hard Rangers right there, but they're 10 games back right now, and I just I don't see much coming out of there. 42-25 and 25 for the Houston Astros after that ridiculous 11-game losing streak that cost Joe Madden his job in Anaheim. But I will say, I'm going to go first on this one. Yeah, you can go right. first. All right, I'm doing it. I like Stomper. I like the A's mascot because it goes all the way back, even though he's only been, the A's have only had an actual mascot since 1997. It harkens back to the days of yore when Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Athletics, the original home of the Athletics, they were referred to as the White Elephant. And of course, that is supposed to be a burdensome gift. And guess what? Connie Mack took that as his rallying cry and he made that his logo. They've just defied all of it. I love that that continues to be the Athletics mascot. What do you got for me? I mean, that's that's my choice. We got you one right. on that we, too? All right, we agree on something. We agree on one. We, we agree on one. I mean, I mean, I got to be honest with you. know, the, the Rangers captain, the Texas Rangers. That's Rangers, a cool mascot. I like it. I mean, the horse, it's really cool. I mean, he's been around since 2002. Uh, you know, he's a Palomino-style horse. But, uh, yeah, you got to go with Stomper. Oh, it's, it's without question. Mariner Moose is a lot of fun. I mean, you, you could take a couple of picks, but I think just because, just based on the story, Stomper is the pick. All right, so let's stay out in the West, and we're going to go to the National League. Okay. And, of course, uh, if this is going to be a dogfight all year long between you got the – that uh, right, another three-team race here. The Dodgers, Padres, and Giants are all going at it. Yeah, that's right. I mean, the Dodgers right now, 41 and 25, they've been uh, one. Um, they're basically playing 500 ball right now after a little bit of a rough skid last week that we talked about. They are tied in the standings right now based on percentage points with the San Diego Padres and the Giants are sniffing at three and a half. And they've been seven and three over the last 10 days playing some pretty good ball. Another really exciting division. So uh, it's my turn to go first. What you got? He's not there anymore. Okay. The San Diego chicken. Oh, the San Diego chicken. Okay. Well, the swinging, the swinging fryer. You get rid of the San Diego chicken, the original, the original mascot that made San Diego games so much fun. You get rid of them and you come back with the swinging fryer. Now I will say he was not officially the Padre mascot. He just was known as the San Diego chicken, but I went to many a game and got to see that perform. I mean, he even went on his – he became the famous chicken after he left San Diego, and that – it was it was a great show. I enjoyed it every time. But every, everywhere he went, though, he was known as the San Diego chicken, even though it wasn't he was, official. Originally. Even originally. It wasn't original, but even though he wasn't officially through Major League Baseball, MLB, their mascot, he's the guy that started it all. And no matter what, I'll always say the San Diego chicken. Now I'll give you this. I mean, go kids. If you're if you're listening to this, go on YouTube. Look up the origin of the San Diego chicken. You're gonna have a ball. It's hilarious. My pick 
just because of the name. It's Lucille. His real name is Luigi. It's a giant seal because of the, I mean, you're on the coast, you're in the Bay Area, you're going to have a few seals here. I love Lucille coming out. And uh, I, I can't remember his middle name, but I know his, his first name is Luigi Seal. Luigi Francisco Seal. Francisco. Oh, my gosh. The easiest middle name for a baseball team. I love it. I like Lucille. Too many Italians hanging out there in uh, you know San Francisco and on the on the bridge. You know what I mean? I blame the DiMaggio's personally. Oh, of course. But there's something about Lou, Lucille. I just don't Ooh. his face. There's just something about his face that doesn't doesn't appeal to me. So it looks uh, like a puppy a little bit, yeah, but he's so, a Yeah. All right. So my long days are gone. He wasn't officially a major league baseball mascot, but San Diego chicken, you go Lucille. I still like it. All I right. Still, all right. So now let's go probably one of the best divisions with mascots is the NL Central, oh. and the Brewers, Milwaukee, and the, the Redbirds, the Cardinals, are going at it. Battling it out, another division that's tied right now at 39-31. and 31. Uh, The Brewers, 6-4 six, uh, six and four in the last 10, and 500 ball from the Cardinals. Cardinals getting a lot of production from those young, young kids like Nolan Gorman and Brendan Donovan. They just find a way to scout and develop talent and a uh, really fun ball club to watch. It breaks my heart saying that, but these are the only two teams you need to watch out of that division. So I'm just going to leave it at that. All right. Well, this is your division. Who's your mascot? You know what? I spent a good hour thinking about this the a little bit earlier. Pirate Parrot is good. The Redbird Cardinal is good. Milwaukee Bernie's okay. Bernie's fun. I like Bernie. I mean, the the Cubs, the Cubs, the Cubs. I like Clark the Cub. He's a Cub that wears a hat. I mean, it's it's exactly what you need. I'm going Pirate Parrot. I'm going for the oldest mascot in the division. The Pirate Parrot is great. Uh, by the way, go on MLB.com and look at an old picture of what the original Pirate Parrot looked like. It'll scare right. the heck out of you. <laughs> what do you got I, for me? Uh, see, the Cincinnati Reds changed their logo. They I, did, I and they've changed. done it several times. It's a bit frustrating, but I, I've always loved Mr. Redlegs, too. But Rosie, Rosie Red wasn't bad either. Yeah, I believe that is uh, Mr. Redleg's wife. Yes. Yeah. They've been married but for a number of years. I would. I, I got to agree with you. I got to go with the pirate parrot. I mean, that's great. I think about the We Are Family Pirates. You yep. see him going around with that pirate hat on. It's great. It's a perfect, perfect he, mascot. He's just so appealing. I mean, you know, he's fun to look at. I mean, you know, he de- believe it or not, he debuted back in 1979. That's how long ago it is. Yeah, that's the crazy thing is when they the, – the magical season that was 79. Right. But- Jeez, man. I knew we were going to go over on this one, so let's keep going here. I love it. I love that we both – we've agreed on two so far. Okay, now, of course, we got to go to the last one. Uh, the division that has uh, one, two, three teams over 500, the NL East. Okay, Mets have a five-game lead. They lost today. Uh, you know, the uh, yeah. Giants yeah. and the Braves are going at it up in the Truist Park. It's already one nothing. Uh, the Giants. But uh, so uh, let's hear what you got your breakdown of that division now. Okay, right now, of course, you know, the Mets going in right now. They get a five-game lead at 45 and 26. That's the best in the National League. The Braves, because of their great streak they had over the weekend, they've won 16 out of 18. They are 39 and 30, only five games back. Philadelphia is still kind of sniffing about, but I don't see a lot. I think it's a two-team race right there. Uh, but, yeah, the Mets keep finding ways uh, to get ready. And, I mean, uh, Max Scherzer went out on a, you know, um, 
rehab assignment felt pretty good. Jacob DeGrom is not far back. The bats are doing the job. And I mean, I'm sorry. I'm going with Buck on this one. I, I just, I am all team Buck Showalter here. He's a great manager and he's really rejuvenated a Mets team that needed a new voice. But they go in against one of the best teams in baseball with the Braves. It's going to be interesting. So uh, that's what I love about it. That's that's what's going to be fun about it. Okay, let's go to the mascot. Okay, I'll go first. I grew up with Mr. Met, but I didn't like the big fat baseball head. Okay, and you know, uh, you, you know, I grew up with uh, Chief Nakahoma, who's no longer there, who started way back with the Braves in the 1950s. And they built, wasn't it at Turner Field, they built the TP for? Well, they did at, they did at, um, they Milwaukee? did at Fulton County. They okay. had it Fulton County. And the thing right. was, if you look back at the story of Chief Nakahoma, Native American gentleman, he offered to do that. He was paid. He was a Braves fan right. and he wanted to be a part of it. And I just thought it was really cool back then. But, you know, things being what they are, he's not a thing anymore. But so you got you got the Philly fanatic who is a Hall of Famer. Okay, oh, easily. And he, he was the second. Uh, he was the second mascot, but the first official mascot of a baseball team. He followed the San Diego Chicken, if I'm not mistaken. But Philly fanatic, Mister Met, I'm going with Blooper. There's just something about Blooper with those big straight out ears and what he does at the Atlanta Braves games. He's, he's just, a lot of fun. He's a lot of fun. He's a character. So it's a tough division. But I'm going with Blooper. I you know what? Oh, I, before you go, what what is it with the Washington Nationals? Why, why are we naming figures after presidents? I mean, George, Ted, and everything else, and they don't even look good. So, well, but, it okay. is Washington D.C. I mean, nobody's calling I Martin know. Van Buren's family up or anything. But, but but they don't look good though. So, in my opinion, so I'm going with Blooper. Okay, there's my vote, Blooper. All right, I, I'm going with the easy one. I have always loved the fanatic. I go back to when him and Tommy Lasorda got into it years ago. The Philly fanatic's a legend. He's in the Hall of Fame for a reason. All right, and that's in the books. Inning number one of Around the Horn, Major League Baseball Division races, and, of course, the top mascots from each division. I know you have uh, your favorites. Hey, if you want to email me, uh, you, you know, it's uh, kdemasi at hotmail.com or kdemasi at prepsportsreport.com. Let me know what you think about Hop on the stream yard right now. Join the chat. Join the chat right now. Well, they can't join the chat because we're this is a podcast. Remember, we're doing the video, but it, it only becomes a podcast, so you can't join the chat there. It buddy. sounded more fun that way, Coach. Okay, let's get what Billy the bar- let's get Billy the Barrel to uh, decide that for us. Okay, that was a winning uh, one for the Milwaukee Brewers. Okay, put a guy in a barrel with nothing underneath there. I don't know. I don't want to know about it. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. So that's inning number one in the book on of uh, who's on first. Who's on first base baseball podcast with the coach and the baseball fanatic all brought to you by, of course, coaches corner this week out in the sound garden Saturday night, a little Elton John live. Oh, that'll be a good time. And you know who that is. Then it's a tribute band to Elton John. Yeah. I was about to say all the great music. I mean, I saw Elton John with my future wife in Jacksonville. This is the next best, best thing. Go on Eventbrite and go check this out. You're going to love it. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. It's going to be a ball. Packed house. Packed house. Get out there right now. All right, inning number two. We're going to chop on the Braves. Braves are now, uh, you know, 39 to 30. 
They're in second place. They're five games behind the Mets. The Mets lost. They were five and a half starting today. The Mets lost, so it goes to five. If they win tonight, it goes to four and a half. They've just been on a roll. They won 14 straight games. Then they lost two to the Cubbies. They've come back and won two in a row. Two in a row. And then last night, it was just a bomb fest. They hit four home runs, and they still lose. Yeah, I got to tell you, Spencer Strider, I mean, young rookie, really talented guy, really got lit up against a good team. Good. I mean, I hate to say it's a good learning experience, and you waste – Four home runs from the likes of Ronald Acuna, Matt Olson, and um, Marcelo Zuna. But, hey, that's baseball. And you're playing a really good team. We've talked about this the last couple of shows. You go and take care of business against, against the teams you need to. They've done that. Yeah, they dropped two against the Cubbies over the weekend. But at the game that, of course, I was at, they won 6 to nothing. They won the next night before dropping last night's game. They are still very much in the mix. Really talented ball club. You know this team's going to hit. They lead the National League right now in 105 home runs, only behind the Yankees in all of baseball. You know this team's going to hit. And the bullpen. Remember how much we complained about the bullpen last season? Guess what? 389 right now. That leads all of the National League. So what they need to do this week, take care of business against the Giants. A split's not the worst thing in the world because you've got the Dodgers coming in for three to finish out the homestand. And these are the these are the teams you're going to be facing in October. It's a good preview for October baseball, Coach. I mean, it definitely is. And I don't know if we're going to see the uh, the home run fest, fest tonight, but here's one for you. Austin Riley gets his first day off this season. Yeah. Last year, last year the kid played in 160 games. Yeah, he did. I mean, he was absolute horse. And I mean, just being able to do that and the luck that goes involved that comes with that, that is involved with that. Being able to stay healthy as a young player, not overexert yourself, and play an entire season. He gets a night off, and I mean, that is a, a judgment call from Snitker. You're hoping with the power you have in that lineup and the depth that you can give this guy a little bit of rest because you're going to need it come August. All right, let's talk a little bit about the uh, injury list here. Okay, the injury list, not the disabled list. Can't be yep. disabled. Which you can't. Hold? You can't be disabled in uh, baseball anymore. You could be IL, injured list, but you can't be disabled list. Okay. All right. So we got uh, Tyler Matzik and Eddie Rosario. When do you think those two people are going to be back? Well, a little bit. You know that Matzik is getting a little bit close, probably a little bit later in the month. Uh, Eddie Rosario, I mean, really bizarre injury with him. Uh, probably, yeah, I was about to say blurred vision. Uh, I don't expect anything until late uh, July, early August. I mean, that's that's a weird injury because it, it it timing timing is the biggest thing. You got to have your eyesight that goes lockstep with, um, you know, being able to have a good at bat. And I, I just say they're going to they're going to be really ginger. They're going to treat him gingerly. I'm just going to say that I right. want a ginger ale. I don't know. Last injury question. What you got? You think Albies will be back for the season or it's going to be another Kuna out the whole year? I think it's a September situation right now. If they're contending, they'll rush him back. And by rush, I mean they will find a way to get him back to compete. They probably won't have him go at 100% because there's no way that's going to happen. That was a rough injury. He broke his foot. It's a freak injury out of the box. Um, they will do everything they can to get him back because of how important he is in that infield and in that starting lineup. Okay. Last question. What you got? Topping on the Braves. Probably two of the best teams in baseball, Giants and Dodgers. Looking at that crystal ball, what do you see? Uh, I would love to see them find a way to uh, 
Geez, they got two more. If you look at the starts we got coming up here, the next two games. I mean, we got Morton going. He's pitching currently tonight. right now. He's got we got him going tonight. We got Kyle Wright. I see no reason we can't take one of those games. Honestly, if they can split, if they can split with the Giants, find a way to win. Um, then honestly, I mean, just take the one from the Dodgers. It really depends. I haven't looked. They haven't announced their probables for the weekend series, but you got a team that's, well, they're the best, you know, second best in the National League right now. I mean, I I expect a competitive series, but if they could just finish the week 500, I think that's the best outcome. Well, you know, you got four with the Dodgers. You still you there? Three, you got three with the Dodgers. This is a four-game set right now with the Giants. Right. Right. So, okay, so it's, it's four – it's four with the uh, Giants, three with the Dodgers, and uh, we'll see what happens there. But, uh, yeah, we don't know what the rotation is going to be. So I see I, your best bet is, I mean, I just hope they can take three out of four and take the series. The Dodgers series up for grabs right now. I mean, just with both lineups, and you know the depth on both sides. And it'll be pretty interesting because guess who's coming home? Mr. Freddie, who had a big game last night, I'll tell you that. I mean, Jock had a lot of fun the other night when he came in for the first game with the Giants. Imagine what it's going to be like with uh, when Mr. Freddie comes home. And they will roll out the red carpet because Mr. Braves deserves that. And, um, you know, just he's Freddie Freeman. He's he he's a legend for the Braves. That number five will be retired. I sure hope so. I'm just OK. okay I'm homing a little bit on this one here, but they will do everything they can to take care of Freddie and make it a big part of his night come Friday. And there'll be fireworks after the game. They're going to be fireworks before the game because of Freddie Freeman. That's this Friday, the 24th against the Dodgers. First pitch is 720. It's going to be unbelievable up there in the battery in Truers Park. That All right, so that's inning number two in the books. And uh, you're listening to the Who's on First Base Baseball podcast with the coach, Paul Damasi and the baseball fanatic, Kyle Lawson. And it's all part of what network? I believe it is the Coach's Corner Sports Network. Yeah, okay, and we'll get to what's in the sound garden after the next break. So we're going to inning number three. We're talking about local players, and, of course, we're having fun with the Savannah Bananas. So let's talk about – Yeah, it's going to be a little bit appealing. All right, let's start off with uh, local players. Right now we okay. only have one that is in the major leagues, and that's J.B. Wendelkin. And he's last five or six games he's been pretty impressive there, Fanatic. Pretty solid. Yeah. I got to tell you, look at his last couple of periods. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off there. Yeah. Well, J.B. Right. Wendelkin out of South Effingham High School. Okay, he got drafted out of Middle Georgia. So uh, he's been in the big leagues now for almost, uh, was it seven years? Yep, almost seven years. Service time is getting a little bit close there as well. Of course, right-handed reliever. Of course, you know him with the Oakland A's. And he's really found himself... With the Arizona Diamondbacks, he's one and one, four thirty-eight ERA in twenty-five games. Uh, past two games, he's last two games he's pitched. He pitched on the seventeenth against Minnesota. Really clean inning, one strikeout, no walks. He came in against San Diego, um, another clean inning. And uh, what I think the biggest takeaway from JB this month is he has lowered his ERA, which is at six on June one down to 438 going out giving clean innings usually a sixth and seventh kind of a stopper but he's healthy after he had that early shoulder injury he's been pitching really well this month on may 22nd his era was 6.08 yes he on was. june 22nd it's yes, down to 4.38 so he's hanging in there like you said he's the seventh uh you know he's a middle reliever or a six seven eighth and 
he, he'll come in and do the job for you. So uh, J.B. Wendell can do a great job. We talked about it last week. Josh Reddick retired. Okay. We're still waiting for Tyler Bashley to get off the injured list uh, in the minor leagues from yep. the uh, St. Paul, Paul Saints. States. All right. So he hasn't come back since May 20th. They say shoulder inflammation. And now we uh, talk about the other guy independently. Dom DeMasi is still rehabbing his uh, torn uh, labrum. So I don't know what the chances are. Yeah, it's. No, nah, it's still it's still bothersome. So I I, I don't know how it's going to be, and you know, the next step is surgery. I don't know if we're going to go for that, but right now he's trying to do it, working out, doing some physical rehab. So we'll see what happens with that. But his buddy Ryan Lola put in the starting role last night. He got hit well, a little starts. hard. There. Yeah, he got roughed up, but beat that ERA up to six point seven five right there. Uh, he is pitching seventeen games. Four of them have been starts. He's got a three and two record. Kind of had to wear that one the other night, but. The fact that they're stretching him out, he's had a couple of good appearances in that starting role with the Charleston Dirty Birds of the Atlantic League. And, uh, yeah, you just shake it off and move on. You got another start in five days. Yeah, and he's up to, like, 41 strikeouts and, what, 36 innings? Yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely – he's got his pitches back. He's got a good fastball. He's got a nice slider. And, um, yeah, good to see him kind of get stretched out and go back into that starting role, which is what he was meant to do. So – uh, more good things for Ryan. Shake it off. Get back out there. All right. So let's now go to the Coastal Plain League, the Wooden Bat College League, and Banana. talk about the Savannah Bananas. 15 and 5. They're two games away. The magic number is two for them to clinch a guaranteed playoff spot in August yeah. in the Coastal Plain League Pettit Cup. Defending champions last year, won in 2016. They're on a roll. They're playing tonight. And of course, where are they playing? In making, uh, they're in making. They're fr- hoping, hoping they can fry some bacon. And yeah, it's been a real interesting week for the bananas. The bacon beat uh, the bananas the last time they played. First time the bacon has beat the bra- uh, the ba- bananas in the bacon bananas bananas bacon bacon bananas. Yeah, bacon bananas. Whatever it is, bananas okay. on your pancakes. Right, but don't wrap them. In, don't wrap them in bacon. But uh, yeah. So uh, the, right now the series is uh, seven to one. The bananas. Uh, right now in the fifth inning, uh, we're going to the top of the fifth out there at Luther Williams Park in Macon. Uh, it's Macon, tied. Man. It's tied one-one. But uh, some of the guys are really on fire. I mean, take the guy, the kid, Bo Brewer. I mean, Bo he's Brewer. Batting, batting 368. I mean, unbelievable, unbelievable what Bo's doing. And then uh, Mr. Uh, Yunesta, Daniel Yunesta. He's Daniel batting, Yunesta been a stud. He's batting three three thirty eight. And they got another player back tonight, okay, uh, in the lineup, um, Rosario. What, what was his first name? Levon, help me out. He's uh, Levon back. Rosario. Yeah. There you go. They got him back, and uh, he's back in the lineup uh, tonight. Uh, he is one for two, batting 500 for the Bananas. He's been a staple for the Bananas for the last two years. Uh, but Brewer, I mean, uh, you know, just doing a great job. Yeah, Bobo has been out there killing it. I mean, a lot of power in this lineup. You know what the starting staff can do, but they're hitting the long ball, and, I mean, they are absolutely crushing teams. Let's just take a look since the last time we talked to you. They win a 3-1 game against Florence at home, and they've been absolute road warriors, pretty much playing a game every night. They win. They finally drop one to the Macon Bacon. Macon Bacon. Macon Bacon. Macon Bacon. We're making um, last week, but guess what? They shook it right off on the 17th. They beat the Lexington County Blowfish 15 to 1. 
this, I mean, they put up double-digit wins three times this week. They take down Wilmington. They take down the Sharks. They finally get a day off, and then they come into this week, um, drop one to Florence, and get right back to it with their winning ways on the 21st on Monday against Lexington County at home. And, I mean, they still have – they're not going to have a day off until Sunday, really. They've got, they've got Macon at Macon. They come back home for a little home-and-home home action. Then they go to Lexington County, and they come back to face the Bacon once again on the 25th for finally getting a breath. But they're a, they've got a 15-5 and record. They've been absolute beasts on both sides of the ball, and they have found a way to do it with traveling basically every night and only get getting two days off in the last stretch of 10 games. And last night, the weather was beautiful, but it was so hot. So buggy, 4,222 people crammed into Grayson Stadium on a Tuesday night. Can you say these people are loving their bananas? I was about to say, everybody loves the bananas. If you've been around it, if you've read any article, it's all over social media. It's all over pretty much any media outlet you can find. It's the hottest ticket in town. If you can find a way to get your butt to Grayson Stadium, do yourself a favor and do just that. Go bananas. They're a great team. You're going to see some guys that are going to get drafted out of college and have a shot to make it to the big leagues, and several bananas have already done so. And, I mean, it's a real testament to what uh, this league has brought. Not only do you bring the entertainment, but you're seeing some high-quality college, you know, summer league baseball, and you're going to see some future major leaguers in that lineup. All right, and the last thing I got to say is uh, Jared Donaldson on the hill. 0.52 ERA. Stud. Could be a possibility of getting drafted that later in this month. Yeah, this is why. I mean, you're going out there. You get a senior that's out there absolutely just throwing dimes right now. I mean, he is getting guys out left and right. And he will – I mean, the MLB draft is coming up very shortly right now. And if you see guys with jugs guns out there, for those of you that don't know what those are, that's how you that's how you spot the radar. And yep. – this kid is absolutely throwing some heat, and it's he's going to get a lot of looks. So you get the show, but you also get to get a glimpse of future, hopefully, Major League talent. This kid right. will get drafted. So if the Bananas win tonight and the Martinsville Mustangs lose, okay, the Bananas clinch the spot. If the Bananas yeah, win tonight – Your number right. is two. Two. If the Bananas win tonight and the Mustangs – Win tonight, it goes down to one, and they, uh, I think they play the Blowfish again tomorrow up there in Lexington. So uh, They do. Two, yeah, they're hitting the road again. The banana two nights, bus. Two nights on the road, and then they come home Friday uh, for the uh, making Bacon. So it should be – no, is it Friday making Bacon? Yeah, they come home and play Friday for the making Bacon. Okay, so yep. that's the Bananas. That's inning number three in a book. And you're listening to the Who's On First Base Baseball Podcast with the coach, Carl DeMossi, and, of course, the baseball fanatic. Don't forget, it's all sports, all food, all music and all fun since 1991 at Coach's Corner. And Saturday night, who do we got there, buddy? I believe we have Goodbye Yellow Vic Road, a wonderful tribute to the music of Elton John. Go out and check it out. Go to eventbrite.com. Get your tickets. It's selling out fast, and you are going to have an absolute ball in that amazing sound garden that John Henderson has at Coach's Corner. And Friday and Saturday, we have the Michael Carter Racing Watch, okay? Michael Carter, local kid, just graduated from Benedictine. I'm sorry, 
didn't graduate. Just he graduated from Benedictine. He, he just graduated from Georgia Tech with a business right. degree. He's one of the top races on the Miata circuit. So Friday and Saturday, and what I'll a lucky coming. guy! He's up in Glens Falls, New York. I mean, what better place to be in a, on a, on a summer night than to race a car? Well, he's going to be racing him in the morning. So uh, I think tomorrow of uh, Friday it's in the afternoon. Saturday it's at ten o'clock in the morning. So uh, check it out. We got a Michael Carter, uh, Michael Carter. Uh, Miata spec racing. And what's on the hood of that Miata car? I do believe it is a beautiful Coach's Corner logo. You got it. So once again, John Henderson supporting our local youth here in Savannah, Georgia. Youth. All right, here we go. Last last inning. We got about five minutes to get out of here. And it's trivia time. Game number 11. Okay. And the Fanatic has five wins. I got two wins We and we got three ties. And of course, last week, you started off with my question. So you get to be the home team and throw the first one at me. All right. I did some digging as far as mascots go. Now, okay. can you tell me the oldest Major League Baseball mascot, the officially recognized mascot? And that is a beagle. Well, you know, I, I always think it's, uh, you know, the San Diego chicken who isn't the official came out in 77. It was my senior year in high school. And then the Philly Fanatic came out in 1978. So, Philly Fanatic is the oldest. You know what? It's actually the original <laughs> Mr. Red, 1973. But they give him no credit. <laughs> it happened. That is a fact. You can look it up. Mr. Red Legs didn't come around till 1995. You always saw that. But Mr. Red, the running red, he was the original. All right. I'll give that one to you. Yeah, you should. I give you that one to you. All right, what you got for me? Okay, Mr. Uh, what's his face uh, in uh, Los Angeles? Um, Otoni, Otani, eight Shohei RBI. Otani. Shohei Otani had eight RBIs last night, right? Right, he did. Okay, just make sure you're watching it. Okay, oh, are you right. kidding me? I wouldn't have missed it. Who is the all-time leader, and how many? For a career. So you got to give me the player and how many? RBI? RBI. Oh, my There's no gosh. such thing as RBIs. I said RBI. I know. I'm just adding to that. I have a lisp. You're, you're, you're the, no, you didn't lisp. I'm just saying you're the journalist. It's <laughs> no, runs, I actually don't. Uh, runs well, it's, it's Hank Aaron. In. Okay. That's it's half. Hank Aaron. 2,561. Yes, we're still tied. Oh, close my enough. gosh. 2,297. Oh, my God. Ah, You were close there, buddy. All right, all right. You're really trying to stick it to me, and I love that. All right. Can you name me, question two, can you name me the three teams without an official mascot? One is your lovely fiancé's favorite team, the Dodgers. There you go. Two is my second favorite team now because I don't live there anymore. I know you still consider the Cubs, even though you don't live there anymore. The New York Yankees. Why wouldn't I? New York Yankees. <laughs> okay. Well, I've been here for 27 years. So, you know, I, I tend to know more about the Braves than I do the Yankees mainly. Uh, the last one is easy. We just talked about him. He had eight RBIs the other night. His team, the Los Angeles Angels. Oh, my God. Do not okay. have do not have a mascot. They do not. They do not. They have some representative mascots over the years the yankees tried in the 70s and that was a horrible mess and of course you can't have the emmett kelly you know dem bums 
you know, the old, uh, the old, uh, you know, the old bum, the old Brooklyn Dodger bum. Uh, the Angels had the rally monkey for a little bit, but you got me right there. Okay. Okay. The, ra- the rally monkey. Tell me that was. All right. Show. Yeah. Good Lord. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Any hoodles. All right. You got me on that one. All right. I know this is a tough one. And of course, I'm going back to my chankies. Do it. Okay. Who is the leader in RBI for the New York Yankees? Leader in RBI for the New York Yankees. Uh, Got to go with... Uh, it's a tough oh, one. Oh, this is going to be a really tough one. Uh, man, I'm just trying to think of longevity here. You see, I, I didn't want to go mascots because I knew you, you that was the theme. So I knew you'd be uh, looking up all that mascot information. So I figured, you know, you'd follow a little closely to Mr. Otani, but I guess you didn't. Eight RBIs of the game. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it was an unbelievable game. Yeah, because the guy is one of the best. Okay, okay. Not why you called. Uh, oh, my. <laughs> oh, that's going to frustrate the hell out of me. Come on. Um, the blue flag is slowly going up out here on Wilmington Island. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. All right. Uh, Mickey Mantle. Cha-ching! I got the W! All right, yes. Coach, you got me. Babe Ruth, 2,213. You know what? I tried to go obvious, and I should have done it, <laughs> but I didn't. You know what? It's 5-3-3. Three, and three. You deserve it. Fly the W. Great show, Coach. I'm going to go make a frozen pizza and cry about something. Just so you know, Mickey Mantle on the list. I just went by his name. Where's Mickey? Where's Mickey? Mickey, Mickey, Mickey. Mickey Mantle is 56th on the all-time RBI list with 1,509. What amazes me most, I know we want to get out of here. We want to end this and wrap it up because you got to go eat. I got to go watch hockey and baseball. I got three TVs going on once. I got the bananas on the computer. I got the Braves on one, and I got the hockey on the other. I'm a hockey fan, too, just like you, you know. Yeah, but, uh, I know. All right, I'll make it quick. Which there guy? has never been a Major League Baseball player with 3,000 RBI. I don't doubt that. Isn't that amazing? And the closest is 2297. Yeah, Hammer and Hank. And you think about right. all the years you had to play. Yeah. From 54 true. to 76. All right. So once again, don't forget, this weekend in the Sound Garden, a little Elton John live. Go ahead, spit the music out. Name those songs. I was about to say goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, a little crocodile rock. Saturday night is always all right for fighting, but not unless you get tickets on eventbrite.com. Get out there and have some fun in the sound garden. And don't forget, Friday and Saturday, we have the Michael Carter race team, Miata Spec Racing. He's up at Glen Falls. Upcoming racer. So hopefully we can see him do good. But uh, once again, as we say every week, please say a prayer for all those people in the Ukraine. Say a prayer for the United States with all this uh, gun violence going on. And, uh, you know, that's why we do sports, because it takes Happy us away. To be a distraction. It's got to be. Deep the- breath, relax, enjoy, say a prayer. You're right on the money, coach. And that's why when we used to have a newspaper, I always went to the back page, because there was never anything good on the front page. At least yeah, on the back page, there were good things about sports. So, uh, once again, whatever you're doing today, tomorrow, what are you going to do there, Fanatic? Always hit it out of the park. And until we speak to you next week, what may it be? May it be your best week ever. God bless. Have fun. And once again, you got to love it. You got to love it. See you next week. Hey, I'll be here. Hopefully you will be too. I'll give it a shot. See you, coach. I know you got three days with the Dodgers at the end here. It's going to be a good one for you. I'm watching, <laughs> I'm watching Friday night. So 
Go oh, yeah. Freeman. I'll be watching all of it. Trust me. Tell Angela I'm going to still root for the Braves. Sorry. See you later. That's fine. See you, coach.